Anybody glad this morning? Come on, anybody glad? Come on, stand to your feet. Real simple song. It says hallelujah. Oh! Uh -huh. 
your hands together. We are glad to receive that wonderful message and song. This time, I'm happy to introduce our deacons who will carry us through our service this morning. Other deacons? Good morning. The scripture from this morning will come from Matthew, the 15th chapter, verses 9 through 14. They read as follows. As the Father hath loved me, so I have loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love have no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if you do, do whatsoever I command in you. God word, God's word for God's people. Good morning. Let's go in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning. Waking us up to another beautiful Lord's Day. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for all that you do for us, Heavenly Father. Right now, we pray for everyone that's here today. And those who desire to come, we pray for them also. Heavenly Father, we just are grateful for all the many things that you're doing in our lives. And we just uplift you now, Heavenly Father. Father God, we also pray for our sick and our shed in. May your grace and mercy be upon them. Heavenly Father, we just give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory. And it's in your holy son, Jesus' name that I do pray. Amen. Morning. Have a responsive reading this morning. Together. And that renewal, there is no longer Greek and Jew, slaves and free, but Christ is all in all. One more time. In that renewal, there is no longer Greek and Jew, slaves and free, but Christ is all in all. Amen, amen. Good morning. Good morning. All right, we need all these voices for the congregational hymn. And it is Christ is all. All verses, right, Brother Tickney?
wonderful job our deacons did for us. Let's give them a round of applause. How about that? Amen. God bless you. Wonderful, wonderful. This time now we're going to move forward in our service this morning. We're going to ask that we prepare for the only offering, the our first offering, which is the benevolent offering. And we ask you to prepare to give. And let me tell you what, believe it or not, you can't be God-given. Amen. The choir's going to come in their own way, and we're going to ask the ushers to make sure that they give everybody a chance to give as they have been so blessed. This is our benevolent offering. We're going to ask that you prepare to give now again as you have been so blessed.
Let us pray. Almost heavenly gracious Father, once again we humbly thank you for allowing us to be in your house and worship one more time. We realize that Heavenly Father that you have given us the opportunity to prosper and we thank you to Heavenly Father for giving us the opportunity to give to those that are in need. We ask that now Lord that you not only bless this offering, bless those that gave and those that had the desire to give. It is your son Jesus most precious name we do pray. pause just for a moment for a few announcements. We ask that you continue to pray for all of our sick and shut-in members. I know that you probably know who they are. I understand that Brother Watson again is at home doing quite well but need the prayers of the church. Uh, we ask that you continue to pray also for Brother Gross. Didn't see him this morning. Don't see him now but we ask you to pray for him. And I learned this morning just a little while ago that Miss Porter is going through some things and she's is in uh, the hospital, and we ask you to please pray for her uh, as, as time goes. We also ask you to pray for Deacon Thomas Owens. Um, I understand he, he lost a brother at transition last night, and so we ask you to continue to pray for that family as well. I believe that's what I have here. We're going to ask the media if you would share what you have in, in the way of... Um, not, Good not morning, a, Katie Chapel. The Youth Council would like your support in their upcoming service project for the Youth Department's adopted community partner, the Hope House of Jackson. Your donation of $5 will assist in providing toiletries for the suites at Hope House. Your donation will also automatically place your name in a drawing for a beautiful Valentine's Day basket and a weekend stay at the Jackson Marriott. A Youth Council member will be in the Old Fellowship Hall today to collect your donations. Couture Care is a nonprofit 501c3 will sponsor her prom closet, Jackson 2019. This event will take place here at Kate Chapel in March, and we will be collecting dresses on Saturday, February the 23rd from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in support of this event. Please contact Sister Martha McRaven Oliver at 601-207-4352 for more information. The Diabetes Support Group meeting will take place on Tuesday, February the 19th instead of Tuesday, February the 12th and will still take place at Cade Courtyard. In honor of the American Heart Month, the health ministry will do a limited health screening on the third Sunday, February the 17th, between eight and 11 o'clock services in the Old Fellowship Hall. The Spring Festival will take place here at Cade on Saturday, March the 30th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. This event is free and open to the public. Everyone is welcome to attend. Stop by to enjoy free food, reptiles, and the game truck, rock climbing, a mechanical bull, snow biz, cotton candy, and much more. If you're interested in volunteering for this event or for more information, please see Sister Tabitha Britton Porter in the Old Fellowship Hall between services. Seacourt and the Layman Ministry are collecting hotel toiletries to provide them as personal items for the community. As you travel, be sure to pick these items up, place them in a small plastic bag, and begin donating them. There will be receptacles marked in the Old Fellowship Hall for your donations. The Deaconess Ministry is sponsoring a mother-daughter date on next Saturday, February the 16th from 10 a.m. to 12.30. This event is open to girls ages 8 through 12. Be sure to stop by the Old Fellowship Hall for more information and to sign up. Class 12A is joining with the Area Dress for Success program to prepare persons to make ready for employment. 
help spread the word about the February seminar coming up soon. Please see any member of Class 12A for more information. In conjunction with 28 Days of Prayer and Fasting and Fellowship, the Youth Department will host a Fun Friday Fellowship for K teenagers on Friday, February the 15th from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. This event is for K youth ages 13 and up. Begin the night with circle talks at Cade here in the Fellowship Hall and end the evening with bowling at Fanning Lanes. Parents, please be prepared to pick your children up promptly at 10 p.m. Registration is required and will be held after the 8 a.m. services and before 11 a.m. on today in the Old Fellowship Hall. You may also contact Sister Demetria Young at 601-955-5300 for more information. Ladies, get on the bus. Reserve your seat now and join us as we travel to the premium outlets of Gulfport, Mississippi for the Women's Day shopping trip on Saturday, April the 6th. The cost is only $35 and men, Valentine's Day is Thursday. This trip, along with some spending money, of course, would be a great Valentine's Day gift. Seats can be reserved in the Old Fellowship Hall between the 8 and the 11 o'clock services. Please see Sister Terry Gray or Sister Margaret Williams for more information. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Amen. God bless you. We're going to just pause just for a moment and recognize our visitors. Listen, regardless of how long you've been coming, if you are not yet a member of this congregation, we're going to ask you right now, if you would stand and let us thank you for coming and invite you back. All visitors, please stand up. Amen. God bless you. Isn't that wonderful? Come on, Cage. <laughs> visitors, we ask you, please remain standing. We want you to know on behalf of our, our, our pastor and the entire K-Chapel family, just so happy you chose to worship here. If you just visit, please come in, in any time your schedule allow. But if by chance you're looking for a church home, before you leave today, we're going to try to convince you you just found a home. And while you're standing, we're going to give you something you're going to get here at K-Chapel Mission at Baptist Church. Go. <laughs>
blessing to see as many people as we do see. I want to just say, and I know that you probably recognize Brother Jones has been out for a while, but he's back in service today, and we thank God for him. Raise your hand, Brother Jones. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so very much. At this time now, I think we have two hot announcements. I'm running for it. No, I'm just joking. It's a joke. <laughs> I'm just joking. Good morning, K Chapel. Come on now. Good morning, K Chapel. You missed a treat this morning with our in-team department with the Sunday school. Uh, they had did an awesome job. I want to give them a hand. I know a lot of y'all may not have been in there, but they did an awesome job with the review. I always got to start with that. You lean on your kids, you never go wrong. Uh, the biggest thing about that is, you know, of course, we kicked off February with our Fellowship Fridays, right? So we got the Fellowship Fridays Youth Remix. So this is for the youth. So this is an opportunity for uh, the youth, youth version of, of course, Fellowship Fridays. An opportunity this Friday, they're going to fellowship here at the church, starting here at 6 o'clock. They're going to do a, a program here, a small little program before they leave and go to Fannin Lanes. So we ask that the youth be here at 6 o'clock. Sister Demetria Young is a contact. I think she's been registering, and she may still be registering now in the fellowship hall. So we want to make sure that, that those in the ages are 13 and up. We want to make sure we all know that. So please, we ask that you allow your teenager to attend. It's going to be a great opportunity. I know last month, Sister Gray, I don't know where Sister Gray is, her and her Girl Scouts pretty much beat the brakes off me and my family. And uh, I think I'm, this is my warm-up before we get back in June with the Brotherhood. So I'm going to be ready. So some of y'all may not know what I'm talking about. Some of you do. So uh, with that, this is a great opportunity for us just to have a great time. Y'all know, as I talked about last time, this is the time that camps and different things, we got to make sure we hold our kids tight. Any opportunities we have to spend with our children and just have a good time, we want to do that. Thank you for the opportunity. We have a lot ahead of us. We're going to get there. I think there's one more announcement. Please come. Morning. morning. It's that time of year again. It's time for the Cade Chapel Annual Spring Festival. This year, the Spring Festival will be held March 30th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. This year, we will have a reptile display. We will have a paint party, video game truck, mechanical bull, rock climbing, and so very much more. This is a free event, and it's free for everyone to come. We just ask that you come out and enjoy and fellowship with us. Thank you. We're blessed to have one. Just going to put him on by baptism. But just prior to that, we're going to receive the, the meaning of baptism. Good morning, church. Meaning of baptism. You can find it in Matthew 28, 18 through uh, 20. Romans 6, 3 to 11. And Jesus came and spake unto, saying, All power is given in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things. Whatsoever I have man in you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Know ye not that many of us was baptized in Jesus and Christ was baptized his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death. That like as Christ was raised from the dead 
by glory of the Father, even so also shall walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in likeness of death, we shall be also likeness of his resurrection, knowing that over oh, the old man is crucified with him, that he, that the body of sin might be destroyed, and that henceforth we should not serve sin, for that he is dead and free from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died. He died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourself to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. May that it be a, a blessing to the hearers and endures of his holy and righteous word. Amen. And let's begin to pray for the one that's about to put him on by baptism. Amen. to the great head of the church and on the profession of your faith my brother I now baptize thee in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit gracious father we come now thanking you for the, this one who has come to put you on by baptism father as he travels on this new journey oh lord we ask the oh lord that you would give us strength to go with him to direct him as you would have him to live oh lord lord we ask that you would continue to keep your loving arm around us in jesus name we pray amen time for our tithe and, and um, offering, so we ask that you prepare to give, and listen, just remember one thing, that is, you can't be God-given, amen, so the choir's going to come, the usher's going to give us all an opportunity to give, again, as we have been so blessed. 
Again, this is our title and offertory period. We'll get some words from the pulpit. Well, this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the most high God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being by interpretation king of righteousness, and after that also king of Salem, which is king of peace, without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abided a priest continually. Now consider how great this man was, unto whom even the patriarch Abraham gave a tenth of the spoils. And verily they that are of the sons of Levi, who receive the office of the priesthood, have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law, that is, of their brethren, though they come out of the loins of Abraham. God's word for God's people. Usher's choir. Thank you. 
we're going to ask that this choir come with one more selection, and I know it will help to put us in the proper mood to receive the message for the morning. The choir is coming after which we shall get the message for the morning.
and then they would say, yes, Lord. 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 Don't y'all know it's all right to go back sometime? Those old songs had a lot of fire. And you know, it's okay to do these upbeat songs. But sometimes it's just good for us to go back and get some of them old Dr. Watts and remind ourselves of where we come from. Back when black folks, some of them couldn't read, but some of them could. And the ones that could read, they would lead those songs. And then the rest of them would just fall on in there behind them. And they had church anyhow. God bless you. Y'all know it's a good day to be in church. It's a good day to be alive. And it's a blessing that the Lord has blessed us to be in the house of prayer. One more time. There's a lot of places we could have been. But the Lord God with his grace, with his love, and his mercy, he blessed us to be here another day. And I don't know about you, but I'm grateful. There is a word from the Lord. We give honor to God the Father, to Jesus the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, our comforter. And then we thank God Almighty for Pastor Reginald Buckley in his absence, as well as our Pastor Emeritus, Reverend Horace Buckley. And we thank God for both of them, for my brothers in the, in the clergy, as well as you, my sisters and brothers. It's good to be here. I'm going to ask that if you have your Bibles or your cell phones, you'll take them out. Or just you can look at the screen. And we're going to go to the book of John, chapter 15, verses 9 through 14. And it reads thus. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might 
be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. And then he went on, he said, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. You may be seated in the presence of our Lord. Today we will use as a subject love and joy. Love. February 14th. Love. Cards being exchanged. Chocolates being given. Strawberries covered in chocolate. People going out to eat with their significant other. And you know, that's a good thing to show you love. But then we look at the fact that there's a few people that don't have significant others. And I'm going to tell you in this service the same as I said in the previous service. Let not your heart be troubled. Because you are still loved. You may not have nobody on earth at this time. But we do have a father who's in heaven. He sits high and he looks low. And he don't just love you on February 14th. He loves you all 365 days of the year. Love and joy. <laughs> In our complicated, hectic world, we all long for a ray of hope. We want some moments of comfort. We want a break from all of this chaos, from all of the crime-infested streets where we see people just look like they're losing their minds. We even have fear of turning on the television because we don't even know who is going to be the next victim of a crime. We don't know who the next suspect of the crime will be. We don't know if it's going to be a friend, a relative, a neighbor, or maybe even a church member. We just don't know. Our hearts bleed at the terrible tragedies that sickness and illness bring upon us and the death that a demon-possessed individual will bring to innocent good people. Yes, it breaks our heart. Even though there's always been and there will forever be mentally ill people among us, we cannot shy away from our duties as Christians. And that is to remind the unsaved as well as the saved that, yeah, the devil has some power, but our God has all power. 
Jesus told his disciples, he said, let not your heart be troubled at life's challenges, neither let it be afraid. And he didn't just leave it there. He said he was going to leave with us a comforter to keep us and carry us through the rough times. He said, let your heart not be troubled. And he spoke these words to his disciples on the same night that he knew in a few hours that his life would come to an end on this side. But he told them that the Holy Spirit would still be our comforter. He said the Holy Spirit would keep you and he would come again and he would receive all of us unto himself. And he went on, he told his disciples, he said, there is still peace in the midst of turmoil. If you would just receive the peace that only Jesus can give. He said, all too often we lose our peace in the midst of tragedies and life circumstances. But then he said, when we do that, we don't have anything that we can offer the world because they are watching us and they are wondering why so many Christians are going around with their heads down, knowing that Jesus is the center, the center of our joy. If you look here in this 15th chapter of the book of John, Jesus was using a parable, and he told the disciples, he said, I am. He was talking about himself. He said, I am the true vine. But then he went on, he said, ye are the branches. That's what he told them then. So what does that mean, preacher, in 2019? In 2019, that means if you're saying you are a Christian, then that means it should be some Christ in you. That means that him being the center of our joy should make somebody see something positive about us. You know, Jesus was cool. People would try to rock Jesus, and Jesus would look at him, and he would say, you say. Because he knew that he was God incarnate. And he knew that he was our savior. And he's saying that the Christian should have that same type of spirit. Christian joy is letting Christ live his life out through us. It simply means that there are other joys, yes. But when we carry the joy that is in Christ, that joy makes us stand out from the other folk that don't have any joy. Romans 14 and 17 says that the kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy. Yeah, and it goes on and it says that if you feel bad, then maybe you are not looking and experiencing the right spirit. He said, don't be afraid, for I have not given you a spirit of fear but that of power, and he didn't just leave it at that. 
He said, let not your heart be troubled. And he spoke these words in terms of the Holy Spirit who would come and comfort us. He said, all too often, we lose our peace. He said, these things I have spoken because my joy will remain. Now, this is something that we have to look at. There's a joy that people claim earthly. There's a thing called happiness that people claim here on earth. But you know, happiness is not permanent. Happiness is just for a little while. Y'all remember, uh, oh, Al Green made a song. Yeah, y'all remember. Don't be looking funny. He said, love and happiness. Something that'll make you do right and make you do wrong. Then he went on, he said, to make you come home early. And then, what did he say? Y'all got it. But see, he was talking about earthly happiness. He wasn't talking about the kind of happiness and the joy that we as Christians should experience. You see, joy, on the other hand, is the emotion of a great delight. It's a source of, and a case of a keen pleasure. Something or someone who is greatly valued can give us joy. We can have a loved one, and just knowing that that woman or that man love us, we can be happy even when they're not in our presence. Just knowing, even though she at work, I got a boo. And that gives me joy. But then there's an even greater joy that all of us as Christians should experience, knowing that we have a Savior that loves us. And yes, he loves us all the time, through the good as well as through the bad. You see, happiness may be momentary, and it'll last a little while, but joy can last forever. In times like these, we do need a Savior. And yes, we do need an anchor. And that anchor is Jesus. Too often, happiness is confused with joy. So don't get them confused. You can have things, money in the bank, a luxury apartment, gold medallion home. You may buy you a collection of Neiman Marcus, Oscar de la Rente, Billy Black, Tommy Hilfiger, Calvin Klein, Kenneth Cole, and the list goes on and on. But if you mess around and get sick and get bedridden and then you can't show it off, it's not going to give you any joy at all. But the joy that the Father gives, we can be up or we can be down. We can be on our bed of affliction, but we still can have joy. We can be in the operating room and we can just say, Lord, yes, yes, yes. 
you got this. And we can have a joy knowing that God is in control. If you want something, something that will sustain, maintain, and keep you, something that will calm your fears, something that will dry your tears, something that will soothe you, regardless of what you're going through, then you better get some of this joy that only Jesus can give. If you're a Christian, if you are a Christian, then you should already have it. Now, receiving Christ and submitting to the Spirit and reading the Bible, it sounds original. But I need to tell you there's nothing more better, worthy, and stronger in any person's life than prayer and reading the Word. Right now, we are going through 28 days of prayer as well as fasting to just bring us in a little closer to the master. If you do that, it's going to give you joy. It will give you strength. Christian joy isn't always laughing. We don't run around with a grin on our face every day. But we still know that in the midst of it all, God is going to make everything all right. Happiness depends on circumstance. If it changed, though, you lose it. But joy depends on our Heavenly Father. And the Bible said he never slumber nor sleep. That he constantly sees and he constantly hears all of our plaints. That means we have a full-time, 24-7, 365 love. Notice that it didn't say happiness, but it said joy. Joy. Now, brothers and sisters, whenever trouble comes, know this, that your faith is being tested. But testing brings endurance. And, and endurance makes us stronger. Galatians 5, through 26 says, follow the Holy Spirit and the joy of the Lord will indwell you. It goes on and it says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness. And it goes on and it says, if we possess these spirits, we can't help but have joy. Well, someone is saying, preacher, what's in it? What's in all this stuff you're saying about joy? Joy is not always trying to get something, but joy can be about us giving something. It should give us joy to be able to help somebody else, to do something for somebody else. You see, this joy that we get from the master, it makes us steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding in the word of the Lord. Although the trouble may come, the pain and the misfortune may come. Sickness may come. You may even have some things repossessed. Bill collectors may be calling, writing, and knocking on your door. But if you got joy, you can still make it through it all. This joy, when we help somebody else, it strengthens us. 
if our sister or brother stumble, we should be there to pick them up and give them a helping hand. This should give us joy. Psychology says that many an individual who has become depressed and suicidal may not have gotten to that point if they just had had somebody with a caring spirit to sit down and listen and talk to them and to encourage them about the God that we serve. This joy reminds me that life and living what he has done for us in the past should give all of us a testimony. So when these people become weak, we should be able to help them to be strong, Christian, Christ-like. If it's in Christ, it should also be in us. This joy, it will last not just here on earth, but the Bible said we will go from mortal to immortal, from mortality to immortality. So we have the joy of knowing that when life on this side is ended, we still have a place in glory where we can rejoice with the Father forevermore. It reminds us that not only do we have this joy to keep to ourselves, but we should not be ashamed to show it. This joy, yes, we may boast, but not on ourselves, but we boast about our Father who is in heaven. This joy will humble me. This joy will give me humility. This joy will make me tell a dying world that God, through Jesus, still saves. This joy, which will last forever. You know, only what we do for Christ will last. This joy, it will make me help my brother. It will make me help my sister. That will last. This joy will cause me to go visit the sick. It will help me to go and check on the prisoners and let them know that all have sinned and come short. I can get joy from visiting the sick, the shut-in, those that are bedridden, and let them know that God is still on the throne. This joy, it won't just make me talk the talk, but this joy will make me walk the walk. It will make me let others see Jesus in me. I will have something in my heart, the kind of joy that won't make me look down on a person. It won't make me hurt somebody knowing that my obligation is to help somebody. This joy, it will make me not say things that I know will hurt my brother, but it will make me say things that will build them up and that will help them. This joy will give me power, power to withstand all of the wiles of the devil. This joy, it will sustain me and it'll do the same thing for you. All you have to do is ask for it and the Lord God will give it to you. Are you asking for it? Do you have it? Do you know where you can get it? God, through his love, gave us his only begotten son. 
And he said, whosoever will receive the son, not maybe, not could, not possibly, but said they will have eternal life. That's the kind of joy that we need to have on Valentine's Day and all year long. Yes. Furthermore, sisters and brothers, love. If you want to know what love is, God is love. God is love. Brothers, if you want your household to be blessed, let God be the man of your house. Sisters, if you want to save yourself some trouble, don't just look at the six-pack. You need to look at his heart. You better find out if he got some God and some Jesus in him. If you want to be happy and have joy that will last, then make sure that that other person that you seek has God-type joy. The only joy that will sustain us to the end. God bless you. We're going to open the doors of the church. You can come by letter, Christian experience, or as a candidate for as a candidate for baptism. The Bible said, harden not your heart when you hear my voice. Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man, woman, girl, or boy will allow me to come in, he said he will come in and sup with you and you with him. Joy. This
Father, we ask that you would touch the heart of each of these, each in their own way as they need it. Comfort them now, O Lord, and let them understand that you're still in charge, that you hold all power in your hands. Father, we love you. We need you. And we ask, O Lord, that you continue to keep them in your loving care. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. After all, after all that we've been through, that we still got some joy. 